0: Savage Mind Podcast, this is the first podcast of March 2022, and I don't know where y'all are at, but if you're in this part of Texas, again, not that I try to start with weather every time, (laughs) but I get fucking excited when it gets warm. I mean, we were in ice not even two weeks ago, 19 degrees, catastrophes and wrecks all over the road. And we damn near, I think, hit 80 degrees today. Short sleeves, shorts, fucking slip-on shoes. I always tell people, can you smell it? (laughs) Can you smell that? Can you feel it? That's that time change coming. That's that spring in the air. It's getting close. We're only about like 10, 11 days away. Y'all keep that fucking hour of sleep, if that's what y'all call it. I'll get my 14 hours of fucking daylight of my life back. Getting more shit done. More time outdoors. More life. More valuable, meaningful activities. That's the way I see it. I'm not an indoor guy. And there's only so much shit you can do indoors. So I'm fucking pumped about it. We'll probably still get some bad weather in between now and then, but at least we know it's on the horizon. All right, kicking off this podcast, I'm going to kick it off like this for a while, maybe forever, or at the end, please go subscribe. I appreciate every one of y'all that listen, that follow, whether you tune in once every week, every episode, once every three months, even if you've only tuned in a few times, Please, whatever platform you listen from, Apple Play, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, Anchor, there's a link. My two biggest platforms that people follow on are Apple and Spotify. If you go to any of my podcast episodes or the header, there's a link at the bottom that says you can see it and follow and it says Anchor. You click that and you can follow the directions, put your debit card in. At the most, unless you decide to donate more, which would be fucking amazing, outstanding. At the most, is $10 a month. $2.50 a week, what does that come out to per day? 30-something cents a day, maybe. Nobody can't say they don't have that. If you believe in what I'm doing, even if you haven't been vocal about it, even if you do it privately, Privately, even if you aren't public about it, even if we have conversations privately, whether it be in person, whether it be on social media, whatever it is, even if you haven't reached out to me and this savagery, this savage mindset of fucking discipline, of accountability, of getting shit done, of action is the only truth, of no enabling, no excuses, no sugarcoating, if it helps you in any way, no matter how bad it pisses you off. Please go subscribe and encourage other people to subscribe. So, speaking of the outdoors and and that kind of lifestyle, I want to switch it up a little bit on this podcast. And again, I think this will be one that if I start talking about decades, we could go on and on because there's so much shit we forget. <clears throat> again, like I've said in The past. I hate comparing generations. Every generation thinks they had something right. That the other one didn't have right. Everyone thinks. That. Their generation is the best. And I think there's a little bit of truth. In all of that. If I look back. Decades ago. You know. Now that I've lived through four plus. Going (laughs) over four decades. Usually the first ten were children. So. It's questionable what we remember what's crazy about myself is anyone that knows me knows this you can give me dates of what grade I was in what teacher I had I love music we haven't discussed a lot of music on this and we will because I have a lot of musician friends a lot of my music musician friends and acquaintances I probably could talk about music with them all day but I can't play shit And I've been very clear about that. Something else I missed my calling on. I wish it would have been. I wouldn't say instructed to me. If I would have been more exposed to it. As a younger. uh, Younger child. You know I was exposed to a lot of music. But I think it wasn't encouraged to play instruments. Uh, So we'll talk about that later. But um, you know all of these things i can remember very vividly i can i used to work with a group of guys that used to ask me what your album came out and it's more rock or metal or stuff like that yes i like all kinds of music and um if you know me personally you know that i mean i love Fucking rap, I love old school fucking hard nose rap. I love fucking Mo- old Motown. I love R and B. I love country. I love old country, new country. I love fucking classic rock, new rock, metal, grunge. But I'm deep down, I'm a rocker, man. That's what I am, man. That's what I always been. Uh, that's my first love as far as music and metal. And I think music's Often related to what um uh, what era or decade we were born in. You know, we, we relate things to that. Like one day, let's say the teenagers now say, Hey, you remember that? From 2010 to 2020, <laughs> which sounds fucking crazy. Uh, it's hard to believe if I look back now. Saying, hey, the early 2000s. Let's say if we say the, the turn of the century, 2000, was 22 fucking years ago. So go back 22 years before that would have been 1978. That sounds crazy, right? 22 years before that would have been 1956. See, that's what we do is we relate it to what we think in our experience and that's what we're supposed to do so we can't do anything about the aging process we only can do we only can control how we allow our mind to grow and evolve and i feel my age some days and i don't some some days and i i feel like that i have an old soul in some ways but i have a young mind if that makes sense and uh I was thinking about this, just different things that connect generations or disconnect generations. You know, when you're growing up, you think older stuff. Like, I can remember my mom talking about Elvis, right? And being a kid, I looked at the outfits, and those outfits were st- fairly new at the time. I would think, man, that looks cheesy. Cheesy. It wasn't until I I used to laugh at her because of her love for Elvis. It wasn't until I got older, till I realized how good this guy was, how good looking he was, good actor, the king of rock. That's debatable. There's we won't dive into that in the this episode, you know. And I look back at some of this generation that makes fun of people like Michael Jackson. And they have no idea if they haven't listened to his music and understood these kind of people, what they meant in music. You could take in any genre, and I, I apologize if I miss anything. I just want to discuss a little bit of music today because I was thinking about how music shapes our life and how it affects our soul and our mind in so many different ways. And I like all kinds of country. If you're from Texas, you know Outlaw Country has always been on the forefront. Seventies, eighties, I still listen to that shit. Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard, fucking Hank Williams Jr., um, Willie Nelson. Willie's a national is, is a, not only a national treasure, but he is a Texas icon. The dude's pushing ninety years old. We went and seen Chris Stapleton this last year. Love that guy. One of my, I would say new artists, but he's really not new. I mean, what's new? I mean, if I take my favorite metal band, which everybody knows is Motley Crue from the 80s. And they say, is that your favorite band? This is how I connected mentally. That was my favorite band my whole life. Now, at this age, that's my favorite metal band. And they say, well, they're from the 80s. Well, they came out in the 80s. But if you look, the career span over 30 years, if you say Willie Nelson came out in the fucking 50s and he's still out doing music. If you think about the Rolling Stones, I wonder how many young people would make fun of the Rolling Stones today talking about those old men on stage. Not fucking 50 or 60. Their fucking career has been over 60 years. So, just a reminder, those bands, like the Stones, came out at the same time the Beatles and the Who did. Some of you younger people listen probably don't even know those bands. So, just to give you a little education on this, I was born in the mid 70s. Those bands were out long before I was born. Most people my age. Wasn't listening to that. My mom had a lot to do with that. She really didn't encourage it or discourage it. I just was the only child for a long time, for almost over 13 years. So I spent a lot of time listening to her albums. I mean, she would. She had heart. She had Cretin's Cretans Clearwater Revival, which is CCR. Anybody that's ever heard Fortunate Son, which is in the movie Forrest Gump, which probably my kids, my oldest kids' age, probably get that. That's where that song came from. If you've heard Foo Fighters have redone it, a few people have redone it. Uh, so I love talking about music. I would. She had Steppenwolf. Wolf. She had Bad Company. Anybody that's probably thirty years or under that have heard Five Finger Death Punch, another one of my fucking favorite bands. I would say new, but then again, what's new? Is it recently, like the last five years, or is it ten years? And uh, they redid a song, Bad Company, which was originally by Bad Company, that came out in like 1974, 1976. That's what I said. I can remember albums. I can remember what year they come out. I can remember specific dates. I can remember mostly every teacher I had. I can remember... Every number I had in sports, nearly everywhere I, I stadium I played at, I can remember who my friends were mostly at that age. So many things I can remember, but if you tell me something, it's not that I don't care. I'm not paying attention. You can tell me where's your wallet, keys, watch, and any of that stuff, and I may or may not remember because that's... Sometimes I feel like that's not important to me. It is important, but I feel like it's not important to me. I'm not, my mind's not there. My mind's always on something else. So I was thinking on my run the last couple of days how sometimes any runner knows this that listens to music. There are runners that don't listen to music. I'm not one of them. I've probably done about seven, eight Spartan races and probably 15 obstacle races without music. When I did this ultra, the Spartan Ultra Beast in October, again, I had done half marathons, marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks with music. But any time I was going to get wet or it was a tough terrain race, I never did use music. I used my music in this last Ultra Beast, the longest obstacle race I ever done back in October. It helped me tremendously, and I was thinking about, how, depending on what mood I'm in, what music I listen to, and I think everybody can relate to that that loves music. Even on my runs, sometimes stuff is fucking hitting, and I can leave it and that I have an ultra playlist. It's crazy. I have a marathon playlist. I have main playlist. I have... Guitar Gods, I'm trying to think if I can remember. I don't have it set in front of me. I have old school rap, old school Motown, new R&B. I have outlaw country, I have Texas country. I have 80s metal. These aren't this is stuff I download and uh make my playlist. I have 90s grunge. And we call it that often because it most of the time it uh, surfaced in that decade, like metal, like rap, uh, things like that. As I've got it, as I've gotten older, I appreciate a lot of things I used to didn't appreciate. Or here's the truth: a lot of things I liked, I didn't tell my other friends I liked. You know, like. I was listening to Cyndi Lauper the other day. Anybody that knows her, "Girls Want to Have Fun" and "Time After Time" and "She Bop" things like that. Now I, I can reminisce, and that's what it's for, man. You hear a you hear a fucking song that gets to your soul, and I'm gonna get to this other part in a minute. <laughs> that can I can hurt you too. You hear a fucking song and it just it grips you, and you. Excuse me, I can go back to that time like I'm there, man. Like like I don't look the age I am now, like I'm 10. Cindy Lauper came on the other day. And I was thinking, I remember when MTV was new. And I had one of the MTV tapes, cassette tapes, that I would put in my Walkman. And believe it or not, I was in fourth fucking grade. I still remember this, man. And I remember my friends in my class, we had a fucking hoodlum class that year. We might as well have been in the 8th grade. And the teacher let me listen to it. Her name was Miss Wilkie. (laughs) She let me listen to it until it became a distraction. I can still remember it was the best hits of 84 or something like that, MTV. When MTV was fucking good, it was new. MTV was still good until the 90s. Man, it was nothing like it. We would never got to see these videos. We would never not have known who these people were. We heard the songs on the radio. You didn't have instant access to stuff. Again, you hear me say over and over, I am not criticizing technology. I think it's both a blessing and a curse. It's what it I'll tell you one thing it's did for me, backing up a minute, was I used to have a good album collection. Over years of moving, different things happened. My mom had a good album collection and she moved so fucking much that they they all been gone for years. They got fucked up. I wish I had those albums. I really do. Even when she passed away going through her stuff, she didn't have any of that anymore. I think with technology though, I was discussing this with uh Mama Sita the other day. We're talking about some songs we didn't know about by like Chris Stapleton and Jamie Johnson and stuff like that. Two of my favorite country artists. Look, I don't get on here and say what I like and what I love with the hopes that people are in agreement with it. I like what I fucking like. I know how to separate the artist from the person. Hey, a lot of people don't like fucking Kid Rock. I like him. I've seen him about three times. I probably wouldn't go and see him again depending on who he was with. I wanted to see a lot of groups in their prime, but I didn't get to see that. So let me get back to that for a minute. I was discussing with her, and I've often told my kids this, and my kids are old enough where they kind of remember this. But my these 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 middle-aged kids, the, the, the twins, and my grandkids probably will never never get this. Uh I said, you know, we don't hear those songs a lot <clears throat> because a lot of times on the radio, they don't play B-side cuts. <laughs> and we don't really listen to the radio anymore. We listen to fucking Spotify. We listen to app, Which is a great thing. But we download the singles. That's what we do. And anybody that was born fucking from the shit 50s. Probably to the somewhere in the 90s. Maybe I lost track in that time. I worked so much. I was a young parent. I kind of lost track of a lot of things after probably the mid 90s seriously there wasn't nothing like going to the record store and opening up a fucking album man it told a story it had the fucking words to the song it had pictures and sometimes uh, like in the metal in the metal world the fucking picture looked fucking evil it looked aggressive it looked fucking it looked fucking crazy but the songs always didn't match up <clears throat> anybody in our age group and there are, again, there are younger people that like this kind of music. I'm not specifically talking about one kind of music today. I'm talking about how music shapes our lives and how it affects us depending on you got. Listen, I was talking about running a while ago. You got running music. You got gym music. It's different. Sometimes it's different. No fucking doubt. Understand this. Only runners get the Running music, gym music. You got fucking beach music you got dancing music you got making love music you got fucking music you got I feel like I'm a badass fucking gangster music you feel you got I'm fucking getting whiskey drunk and whiskey bent and hell bound music and you know what I love a lot of that music, but I have to watch that shit and we'll talk we'll talk we'll, we'll touch base a little bit of that in this podcast but we'll really talk about another podcast when we talk about uh, music. Cause I got a couple of musicians lined up I'm supposed to meet with one of them uh, at the end of the week or next week. And he's a fucking badass drummer, man. And I can't wait to get with him. And I think about that and I go, there's a group called Asia. If y'all never heard of them, go look at one of their albums. I forgot which one it was. It's like a huge fucking sea creature on the front. I don't know what it is. I can't remember. It's, Badass album cover, and their music was anything but fucking metal and tough. <laughs> uh, then you take Dio, Ronnie James Dio, and he was the lead singer of Black Sabbath after Ozzy was kicked out of the band. Black Sabbath, the pioneers of heavy metal, war pigs, paranoid. Fairies Wear Boots. I mean, the list goes on. And Ozzy had a, probably my top three artists of all times, had his solo career, which I love Sabbath. I've seen him. I've seen him when they were older. seen Ozzy when he was older. Glad I could say i seen him. They had, I liked it. They still put on a badass show, but I like Ozzy better as a solo artist. Uh, Ronnie James Dio's, front of his albums, were what he was. Metallica's albums were what they they they, they represented that. Slayer, not a huge fan, but kind of like them. A little too hard for me. Don't mind saying that. Their albums were what they were. I mean that they represented that. But that, that wasn't the point. The albums told a story, man. How we ended up, me and my friends and my crew, how we ended up getting most albums or cassette tapes was the the album sold us on it look i go back to mötley crue people can say what they want to him about him now but there's not very many bands from that decade from that decade that came out that are able to pull off what they did and make a resurgence of a whole new generation of people because of books like the dirt, the heroin Diaries, that got turned into a movie now, if you're a there are again, there are younger people and older people that like this, but then again, I can sit and watch the fucking documentary on tupac and 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 biggie because they're from my generation too. Those guys are my age. I can sit and watch fucking Post Malone I can sit and watch I watch one on the black eyed peas I just Got stuck in the house the other day on Bad Weather. Did a push-up challenge. And I fucking watched two documentaries on fucking Led Zeppelin. um, Because I was making the connection between John Bonham, the drummer, dying the same way pretty much the drummer of The Who did. Around the same age, same thing, drank herself to death. Which is ironically the same thing happened to the original singer of ACDC. Which was Bon Scott. Just so you know, I know what I'm talking about. Drummer for Led Zeppelin, which pretty much ended Led Zeppelin, was John Bonham. I think he was 33, 34, something like that. The drummer for the Who was Keith Moon. Same way, about 32, 33 years old. The lead singer of different, not a drummer. Lead singer, original lead singer of ACDC was Bon Scott. They all died either gagging on their own puke from alcohol poisoning something like that related uh it wasn't necessarily drug overdose it was alcohol they 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 threw up and and asphyxiation and bon scott died he was the same age too he was around 33 i connect those things because i'm interested in it um like many things i, I often said i wish i'd have been a journalist i wish i'd have went to the military uh Wish I would have pursued freestyle, BMX, and skateboarding and things like that. and uh, I didn't, but I often wish I would have been a, rockin', a rock historian or journalist or something like that because I fucking love it. I love watching it. Uh, so anybody that is older, younger, older people know this. If you're younger and you like ACDC at all, Brian Johnson has been the lead singer for over 40 years. Since nineteen eighty black and back back and black album. Love ACDC. I love him with both. But he's not the original lead singer. And you know what? He's I mean Bon Scott was there like six years, five or six years, and Brian Johnson's been there for like forty-two. I mean, that's a little bit different debate than the if you love Van Halen, the David Lee Roth Van Hagar uh dilemma and uh conflict we'll talk about that later uh i tend to lean towards rock because i love it but i was thinking about how music man sometimes i'm on my run and music just clicks like for example i love michael jackson here's another person i liked michael jackson and never hid the fact that i loved michael jackson when i was a kid but i really wasn't on board with prince i know that's fucking crazy Maybe it was the way he dressed, maybe it was the way he looked, maybe it wasn't, I don't know, I loved the way Michael Jackson moved, I loved his voice, first time I seen him do the moonwalk, um, but I didn't realize until I understood music more when I got older, what a fucking savage fucking guitar god that Prince was, and that made him lo- me love him more, Hey, I had Thriller album when it was new. For like my 7th or 8th birthday, these is the things I asked for. My mom got me a pair of boxing gloves. She got me the Thriller album and Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. These were all new albums at the time. Yeah, that's how fucking old I am. That's how old I am and I'm still fucking hammering the hammering the fuck down harder than ever. But I think about those things and I was like some of this generation just don't get that. But then again, I have to call myself out. Because <clears throat> what made me not listen to Post Malone was how he looked. I'm all about tattoos. I'm all about look, man, I grew up in the fucking hood. So I'm all with I'm I'm cool with that. One thing I've always said, and this is gonna be unpopular to some and this is gonna be unpopular opinion, it's gonna piss some people off. I'll tattoo the rest of my life probably. But I've always kind of been against neck and face tattoos. We'll talk more about tattooing later because I'll have my brother that does my fucking ink. He's going to come on this fucking podcast. He's one of the, probably the first five people, first ten people that's going to come on. He's a fucking animal, man. And he does everything freehand. If you're listening, brother, big shout out. Love you. You know that. Got nothing but respect for what you do. if I could have you tattooing once a week, that's what I do. I'm gonna promote the fuck out of him. not that he needs it, but that's what I do uh grew up with the dude went to school with him. I think we were a greater part. I was a year or two older uh didn't connect for a long time. we were kids teenagers man we were we were connected and then really in adult life we didn't reconnect to the last few years and that, there's different stories behind that i let him I'll let him spill that because that's not my job to do that but uh Look at this brother, man. He's a brother, man. Fucking metal, music, fucking ears gauge. You you can't go by that. But one thing I've always said about neck and face tattoos is that's what kind of deflected me from Post Malone was I didn't like how he looked. Not judging. It's not judging. It's usually stereotypes for a reason. I didn't listen to his music, man. And... I always say neck tattoos, you either need to be a professional artist, as in, tattoo artist, and be good at it. You need to be in a band. You need to have already be in a position where people judging you, trying to hire you for a job for a neck tattoo. If you got a girl's or a guy's name tattooed across you, or some fucking area code from where you grew up at, aren't going to get judged and criticized by that. We live in a world where tattoos are accepted. And in, in a lot of ways, they're encouraged. You know, I worked for Harley for a little while. Harley Davidson. Not very long, but I did. Tattoos were almost encouraged, you know, and that's cool. But it depends on what walk, walk of life that you go in. Or you, you're an ex-con or you're still a con. And uh, that sounds judgmental to some, but I'm like, I'll tattoo the rest of my life, but I ain't probably going to get no neck tattoo. It might come up to my collar, but I'm not going to get anything I can't cover up. I know a lot of dudes that did a lot of time that I dearly dearly love and care about. And I think a lot of them thought they wasn't getting out. And they got long sentences and they said, fuck it. And they got out and some of them had a hard time adjusting. That's why some people had to go to alternative careers or keep grinding, keep hustling and doing shit they shouldn't have been doing. But Post Malone's look kept me from listening to him a little bit. Not that I... Didn't like him. I just thought, he looks like a dude I wouldn't listen to. But then again, huge Snoop Dogg fan, huge NWA fan, huge Tupac fan. When NWA came out, when I first, I say when they came out, when Straight Out of Compton album came out, the movie's been out for six or seven years now. A lot of new, this is the same way that that a lot of young people did Motley Crue. And you know, The Molly Crew is not what they used to be, but they were going to go back on tour because a whole new generation wanted to see them. Look, you're not seeing the 80s Molly Crew. I didn't see the 80s Molly Crew. I was too young. I, you know, I couldn't go. I seen the early 2000s and the mid-2000s Molly Crew. Still good, but they're down. These guys are fucking 60, man. And it's kind of like what I said about going back to the Stones. Man, these guys, Keith Richards, if you know his story, one of the best guitar, will go down is one of the best guitarists of all times. Is almost fucking 80 and done a fucking ton of drugs and still fucking smokes. He even said in an interview years ago, I don't know how I'm alive. They should do it. When I die, they need to find out why I live so long. Got Mick Jagger, who is probably healthier than a lot of them. He's skinny, but he stays skinny. So he stays mobile and he stays agile and he stays where he able to move around the stage. You know the song by Maroon 5, Move Like Jagger. That's fucking talking about him for young people that don't know that. And let me stop for a minute. One thing I always do, if you're going to wear the shirt, whatever band it is, just because it's fucking cool, whatever, I get it. Just like any kind of popularity, anything that's mainstream, no fucking least one song by the band. I can say this, from our generation, at least the people I grew up with, we didn't wear a fucking shirt that we didn't like the band because they weren't that easy to find back then. I didn't wear a shirt. I wasn't going to wear any shirt of a band that I didn't know or like because it took me time to get that shirt. They weren't that easy and accessible. You couldn't order shit off of Amazon. You couldn't go to a website. Fucking my, the album might come out, might find the goddamn shirt a year later. Seriously. So I think about that and I'm like, I always ask people when I run into them. Y'all can call it old shit. I don't give a fuck what you call it. If my, any of my family wears any shirt with the band, I ask them at least know one song. If they don't, I school their ass on it. Um, anybody that knows me knows that. But you think about the Stones, they're still on tour. They're still on tour. And uh, I, I I'm regret that they just came to the Dallas area recently and uh, I had to bypass on it. I'll, I'm the one of the ones that tells my friends and family <clears throat> never pass up a chance to see an artist, uh, your favorite, one of your favorite bands that's getting older, because you may not get a chance to see them again. But on my budget, my limited budget, I have some challenges and some races come up and some stuff. I'm so <clears throat> driven with my podcast and my mission. I had to make a choice and I had to bypass it, you know. But um. Uh, I've seen more rock concerts than I have anything else because I feel like they're better. I've had, I've seen a few country concerts, you know, years ago in the nineties, there used to be this thing. I don't know if it went anywhere else, but in Texas it was called the country fair. I went a couple of times years ago, I'm talking fucking over 25 years ago. And it was at the old cowboy stadium in Irving, Texas, man. It had a lot of good 90 countries art country artists and it was good. Kind of like I remember, anybody my age remembers. Young people, y'all won't know anything about this. It was a Monsters of Rock. I never got to see it. And in Texas, it was called the fucking Texas Jam. It used to be at the fucking Cotton Bowl. I remember my mother going (laughs) when I was like fucking four or five. She comes back with a Sammy Hagar shirt and a fucking Boston shirt with a fucking marijuana leaf on it. Fucking crazy. My mom was probably about fucking Twenty nine thirty. I wish I would have been around and been able to do that. Now I've been to other things called Edge Fest. Uh, I missed Oz Fest; didn't make that either. And I see I was I went to more concerts being older than I did being younger because I was so fucking serious and I was raising kids and working. So, um, you know, we just seen Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. And 50 Cent, I don't think that nobody knew 50 Cent was going to be in the halftime show. And I hear people talking shit. I don't, for those of you that don't understand what some of these people are to music, you really need to go do your research on Mary J. Blige. And by another another side note, she was fucking slaying smoking Hot. And go look at Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. You ever heard Dr. Dre back twenty years ago when he did with Eminem? Oh, Eminem! I forgot about Eminem. I said Eminem, but forgot about Dre. Did y'all get that? <laughs> when Dr. Dre says, "Who do you think brought you your Easy E's, your Ice Cube, your Snoop Double O G's, and the ones that told you to fuck the police?" These motherfuckers are pioneers, man. And there ain't no white rapper, hardly any rapper, done what Eminem's done. 50 Cent, people were talking about how chunky he got. The motherfucker's 50 years old, man. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm only a few years away. You think you motherfuckers, could, a lot of you could keep up with him 10, 20, 30 years younger? Because I know a lot of people that got that are 10 or 20 years younger than me, that can't keep up with me. You'd be lucky to look like married. You'd say, well, they have money. Well, I don't have money. And I don't look like I'm fucked up. I don't look how I want to, but I'm confident, not cocky. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and all these guys were pioneers, man. They've been around for almost 40 years now. When Straight Outta Compton came out, one of the handful of white kids in my neighborhood, and I was the first one that I remembered had it. This is the kind of way we grew up. I bought it uncensored from Walmart, and I was about 13. I think it came out in 88 hadn't even seen the video yet fucking put it in my fucking jam box yes a boom box jam box whatever you want to call it open the fucking window let everybody hear it you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge it's fucking i still listen to it on my run i still do you know and i think about the last probably 10 years i really started listening to a lot of blues and you know, muddy waters and you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan was rock and blues, fucking uh, Robert Johnson, Son House, fucking Howlin' Wolf. Not enough, but I have. I didn't realize how much I lo- loved it. You know, I think about these things. And I think about new, new, newer country. And a lot of the guys I grew up with only like older country. And I love it, man. My, I'm, I'm, I'm going to state this. My favorite artist for as country of any era is Waylon Jennings. No doubt. Loved his voice. I mean, it just pierced the soul to me. Like I said, Willie Nelson's a national treasure and a Texas icon. He's a great songwriter. I I like his music okay. Again, we say what we think we're supposed to say. Uh, Getting back to Post Malone. Man, I, I I gave him a bad rap. I love that guy. Now, I definitely, if I could, when he comes back and he does Posty Fest, I'll go back. I would go. I love what he fucking did with Ozzy. I love what he did. He, I think he did, a, me and my me and my best friend sat here and watched a whole deal at our house, at my house on a, he did on Nirvana. That's, that's another thing, man. I see people wearing Nirvana shirts, got popular again. Just to let you know, if you don't know about Nirvana, if you don't, if you like the Foo Fighters, that's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl was the drummer of Nirvana. Again, I wasn't a huge Nirvana fan. I was just having a conversation with one of the twins the other day. Smells Like Teen Spirit came on. That was the song, allegedly, air quotations, that fucking changed. And they didn't really want metal no more. I remember hearing it, man. I would listen to it a fucking a thousand times right or how many ever times right away because that was all they played. Anybody that remembers Vanilla Ice, when Vanilla Ice came out with Ice Ice Baby, <coughs> they played it over and over on the radio. I mean, it was all they played. But I really didn't get on, I say grunge. It's all music to me. It's all art, man. I love it all. Until I heard Chris Cornell and Soundgarden. That's when I really got on board. And Pearl Jam. I liked Pearl Jam. Liked them. I liked Nirvana. Nirvana really only made like three or four albums, I believe. Something like that. It's kind of like you hear... Any of y'all that love music has heard of the Sex Pistols. I don't think that a lot of people understood how short their career was. They became popular because of Sid Vicious. They became popular because of Sid Vicious, the Sid and Nancy thing. And, you know, his girlfriend ends up fucking dead. He ends up in Rockers Island. And then he ends up fucking dead. I'll have to dive into that. I, I listened to that a while. They, they, they never really had, but I don't know, maybe two albums? If that wouldn't have happened. And I often say, just like a... Uh, other walks of life some people are martyrs and we've made some people bigger stars than they are because they overdosed because they died but then there are some that's not take jimmy hendrix jimmy hendrix died at 26 27 are you fucking kidding me have you heard this motherfucker there was nobody doing especially fucking african-american man and just let you know i might say this wrong uh I was just letting somebody listen to her a while back. I didn't discover her to the last few years. Black woman, African American, fucking. I think the '40s through the '60s, her name was Loretta Tharp. I always say it wrong. I forget it. I've been studying her a lot, man. This woman could get fucking down, but it wasn't. It wasn't encouraged to be a black woman playing the electric guitar, playing a guitar back then like that. And she is. I think that she might be the. I mean, it's like Chuck Berry, man. Have y'all ever heard of Chuck Berry? If you never heard of Chuck Berry, I recommend you go listen to fucking Chuck Berry. And I, I, I think about this, man. I could go, I feel like I could have four or five different people on here and talk about music all day. And I think about this. I was like, there's certain music, when I talk about it, feeds and touches your soul, it shapes who we are, that puts me in a good mood while I'm running. There's certain music that I fucking dearly love. I can't listen to a sad Willie or Waylon song when I'm when I'm running. I can't listen to Prince or Michael Jackson. I don't know what they have upbeat. They have a lot of great fucking songs that'll never be replaced. What I have to listen to while I'm running is I have to listen to rock metal, or I have to listen to hardcore rap. One of my favorite songs to listen to rap is Strata Compton, fucking uh, Jeezy, Put On, Top Back TI, Rubber Band Man TI, uh, uh, 100 Miles and Running NWA, almost anything NWA. Rock, man, I, I live by Audio Slave a lot, Molly Crew, um, Sammy Hagar, Metallica. Metallica's always my go-to. Metallica and Audio Slave and Soundgarden are always my go-to on running. But if I want to chill in the pool and hang out sometimes and I want to cook out, I pop in some Chris Stapleton. I pop in I pop in some Jamie Johnson, some fucking Whiskey Myers, some I don't know, some uh a lot of people don't like him. I love him. I love Kenny Chesney. I love Zach Brown. And then I might. Here's the thing about a lot of old school country is depressing. And if you weren't depressed before you started drinking and listening to that, you will be depressed after that. And it sounds funny, but I think that it, that alters people's thinking process. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't have done something to themselves if they wouldn't have been fucking hell bent on whiskey and. Listening to that type of music. So I told my best friend a while back. I said, I love that music, man. I said, but where I'm at right now in life and going forward, I can't drink. I don't drink liquor no more. I drink beer and wine, but I can't drink because whiskey has a different effect. I can't drink that no more. Listen to that. I don't drink that no more anyway, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because you never know when you might make a stupid decision being depressed because you're not in your right state of mind. and uh, that's what I'm saying. Different music for different things, man. Like if I'm at the beach or I'm at the river, sometimes I I may mean, not hardly ever listen to rock. And rock's my favorite kind of music. I might be listening to everything island and beach related. I might be listening to fucking Beach Boys. I might be listening to fucking Frankie Valli. I might be listening to Frank Sinatra. Again, it's, there's so many ways to dive into this. I just wanted to talk a little bit about music today. I had this on my mind the last two or three days on my run and thinking, why isn't this clicking today? Why is this? I have I have a standard list that's no matter what mood I'm in, that always helps me. And then I also have a list that I click and I'll skip, 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 skip. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, it makes you think, why is that? Why am I not in that mood today? You know, um, like I love Motorhead and I had to skip through them the other day I was like I'm not in the mood to hear them Molly Crew, my favorite metal band and and, and from that era that came out in there and I had to skip through them the other day and but there's certain things I never skipped through I was I just encourage people this is one thing I want to do if I think back now I still want to learn how to play the drums you know at my age one thing I've always heard from my musical my friends who are musicians is it's harder to teach Years ago, my friend, my best friend tried to teach me how to play bass. I think I learned about four songs, and this is what I got out of it. I did half-ass at all four of those songs, but I think it was more about the time we spent together. I don't think it was about me learning how to play bass. We spent a lot of time one-on-one. And I remember him telling me, I tried to teach you how to play guitar when you were younger, and you still were too hopper. And then at the time, I was in my mid-30s, and now you're still too (laughs) hopper. I thought the drums were always for me, but the coordination's different. It's just like learning how to skate or snowboard. You go with the movement. You go with the natural movement. You go with your natural reaction. You don't do that when you're older. You overthink it. You overcompensate. It's just the way it is. But I think about where would we be without music, man, some of these people, man. And I'm talking all walks of life. There's, there's all pioneers in their own right. And one thing I told my family I wanted to do, and I've been saying this for a long time and I haven't done it. Again, convenience, accessibility, immediate access. Is I want to start another vinyl collection, man. You know, I would love to do that. I miss looking at those albums, reading the words, looking at the pictures. And uh, I just miss that. And I think about what if we didn't have music, man? What if we didn't have musicians? The talent it takes. And it makes me think about just seeing an eight-year-old I don't, know, I don't know if he's even fucking eight. He may not have been that goddamn old. I forgot. He was on a, a Ellen DeGeneres show. He's from the UK. Badass little drummer started saying he started playing, started drumming at two, two years old. I got a granddaughter fishing to turn two and a grandson fishing to turn three. And I think, holy fuck. <clears throat> but they've been exposed to that. And I want to talk about that later in another podcast. What we expose, what we were exposed to, what we wasn't exposed to and how we should be exposing our children and grandchildren to certain things to open up their minds for opportunity. And he said his favorite band was slip slipknot. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah. I mean, this kid's a fucking phenom, man. He was going at it. And you know, I don't know if he was, was he, is he encouraged forced to do it or does he just love it? But, uh, well, I'll be honest, man. This is a generational thing, I guess. When I see people twenty years younger than me really love all genres of music, I fucking dig it, man. So I can go, I can go from Waylon Jennings, David Allan Cole, Chris Stapleton, Jamie Johnson to Post Malone to Snoop Dogg to Prince to Michael Jackson to fucking <clears throat> Aretha Franklin. Uh, I mean. All over the board, man. I think about this. And I I owe a lot of that to my mother. She didn't... I don't know that she ever encouraged me to play any instruments or ever exposed me to it. This really wasn't a conversation. I just... I just listened to it. And I I really wish I would have... If I could pick something right now, besides this, being a professional podcaster as huge as Joe Rogan, along with that would be a musician, to be a badass guitar player or drummer. I still want to do it for fun because I... The reason I want to learn it is because it, it it it's growth. It helps your mind evolve. It helps you. Th- it's learning something different, something new at, at an older age. And that's what I want to do is grow and evolve. However good I get, who fucking knows? But And no expectations. Remember, you can't have no expectations. But uh, music's one of my great passions. Although I can't play nothing, I, I, I love it. I love talking about it. I love talking to I, most of the documentaries I watch. Honestly. If it's if it's not some kind of mob or cartel related, I watch it all mu- musical documentaries. I don't know that hardly watch any other documentaries, honestly. And I just want to give y'all something to think about: why we listen to what we listen to, when we listen to it, and why haven't we listened to other things? You know. So uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. And I'm going to go. I do have to throw in a bonus episode this week. Uh, I don't know what day it's going to be. This is my usual day that I do my first or second podcast of the week. Uh, and that's going to be because of my upcoming 48-hour Goggins Challenge that I'm doing again. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I couldn't resist that the fucking ass-whooping that I'm going to get. Uh, starting Friday morning through sun, su- Sunday for 48 hours. get my ass kicked and be sleep deprived and be um suffering at my own hand but that's what i do because it's necessary so before i go let's talk about music y'all let me know y'all reach out tell me why you do or don't listen to certain things uh i didn't touch base on thrash metal not really a huge fan but respect it if you like it so uh Uh, There's a lot more podcasts coming on this because I know a reasonable amount of musicians, just local people, whatever, people that are passionate about it. Uh, You don't have to be good to be passionate about it, but that's different than purpose. Please, go subscribe. Go click the link, whatever you listen to, and go subscribe. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, Anchor. I humbly appreciate you, and I'll talk to y'all later in the week. Love y'all.